0: Yeah. I will be sharing my personal experiences, have interviews with experts and people like you who are also experts in your own unique way in life. Let's transform fear into freedom. Are you ready? Hello, hello, my beautiful, beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode in the podcast as you are riding with me into work today. uh, (laughs) If you've been following me for a while, you know that sometimes I do this uh, ride with me episodes because crazy ideas, thoughts, or shares come into my mind as I am driving into work. So I grab the phone and start recording. So here we are. So that's why you kind of hear a background noise, and sometimes it might sound almost as if you're in a spaceship. Um, I got a brand new car last month. I think it's been a month, and um, which is amazing. And I'll tell you more about that experience, the whole process. Uh, Well, not the whole thing, but more about the experience when you step up and get something different or something completely new, and you almost try to pull yourself back out because it wasn't comfortable. So we'll talk about that at another episode, but. So with this new car it is a hybrid and um and <clears throat> it makes this noise uh when I'm going on the freeway. It's not like a loud noise. If anything, it doesn't make any noise compared to gas cars, but it just feels like you're on a spaceship. So here we go. <laughs> Up and onto the moon. <laughs> I wish <laughs> Um, All right, so let's talk today. Let's talk about this concept of um, like, what do we do when either someone around us or even ourselves, we're going through a hard time, some sort of obstacle, block on the road, whatever you might want to call it, we're really struggling about something and so yet... And obviously, it comes with all the feelings, right? The grief, the, the sadness, anger, whatever it might feel uh, like in that moment. But yet, subconsciously, we try to minimize it. We try to um, not validate what is really going on. And I guess for to make it clear, let me give you an example. So what happens, let's say you're just, you know, whether it's family or some friends, or maybe you're at work, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But what happens when you are around someone, around people, and let's say that person next to you have a friend, Sally, let's say she is going through something really difficult. Let's say she's, she, she uh, was married, found out the guy was cheated on her. Um, something obviously that is quite um, shocking and nobody wants to go through this process of um, acceptance, you know, grieving for the relationship that is lost. I mean, we don't want to get into the details of what really happened, but just let's say that she is splitting up with her boyfriend or husband, let's say husband, and um, and so she's really upset about it. She's really, you know, um, just just going through the whole Uh, process of feeling uh, what it's like to learn about a mistrust you know between her and her husband how he completely again we don't know the details but let's say that it was mostly him Um, or it could be any scenario whatever so picture yourself in this scenario whatever fits best for you because uh, I also don't want to trigger anybody if this has been an experience for you. But also, if it has been, like it has been for me, think about it and look back. What did you do about your own experience or yourself as you were going through <clears throat> the feelings? So let's say this this friend is grieving about something. What do you do? What is the, the, the instant reaction or response that we have in that moment towards that person? What do we do? So, usually we say it's okay. Don't worry about it. Or if it is in a in that kind of a situation, somebody was cheating on your friend. Um, you say, "Oh yeah, like this guy is like this and that." So you put in your two cents, right? And add a little bit subconsciously. Again, we we mean so well for our family and friends and for ourselves, but subconsciously we're sending another type of message. And so then, oh my gosh, it's raining. Um, So then we add on to what they are already feeling, what she's already feeling, spare, you know, anger. And then you keep on adding to that. So I think you already know that that probably is not a good idea, even though it sounds like you're supporting her. But yet you're putting in something that is from your own perspective whether it has happened to you, what you know about being in that situation, whatever it might be. And so, but most of the time we say, oh my gosh, you know, don't worry about it. Move on. Don't think about it. Right? It happens when we lose people. Oh, hold on. Oh my gosh. I gotta entangle my cord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, when we lose someone especially during COVID what has happened a lot of people have been grieving their loss have been going through the emotions and most of the time we say to them as a supporter we say oh you know I'm so sorry um don't cry it's okay you know like like it sucks but move on kind of thing like don't we always try to basically that's what we are doing minimizing their emotions we're trying to um interrupting their process their healing process and in our mind we think or mean well we think that we're helping them and by being there and being supportive and telling them not to feel something but exactly what we're doing is um we are, we are actually blocking them from continuing with their process by saying, don't worry about it, don't cry, move on, it'll be okay. Even if we say that, it will be okay. We don't know that. We don't know the future. We don't know their experience. We don't even know the extent of their thinking process, what they think or believe in that moment. So we don't know if it'll be okay for her or for him to go through that experience. But we but again, yeah, we want to make it sound like it's gonna be okay. We want to and, and hear me out, you know, what we're doing is really trying to support him and help them, but again in that, in that situation we just don't know. Even as a therapist. And this is what I'm gonna tell you towards the end of this. A few little tips of what you can do, which is almost like what therapists—some therapists—is that how you say it in Spanish, or I mean, Spanish in plural, therapists. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's what they do. They 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 do certain things that are obviously, and they're they're more of a neutral stance, because as as someone helping them emotionally and psychologically, a therapist, we can't you know, feed in whatever emotion they're going through and we can't eliminate it or or interrupt it either. So, so yeah, so in a way, just remember this and think about this as we are, um, uh, going about life and having different types of relationship with people and again this includes yourself like think about a moment in your life when you were having this difficult challenging moment and you soothe yourself by thinking it would be okay don't worry, Wendy, like, just move on. And this, let me, this is another example. This is exactly what happened when I was at the early stages of the diagnosis, the cancer diagnosis in in what is um, said to be my case. And I know it sounds crazy, but I still don't speak of it if it is real, because I don't want to believe it. And it's not denial, it's just that I would rather, I know that, and I know that probably it is true, but I would rather just think about the things that I can do to keep the cancer from growing. And I will say, I know I'm going on a tangent, but I will say, I guess because I'm privileged in a sense that the type of cancer that is on the paper under or after my name, it is a... it is an indolent, slow-growing type of cancer. I'm sure if it was a different situation, my thinking process would be different. But I got to work with what I have. Okay? You always work with what you have. Don't, don't go way over your head because, again, we don't know. Um, but that's what we learn. That's that's when we really learn. And I always tell you about this, guys, when we talk about healing processes, like this is the early stages is learning about the experience learning about the situation what it is that you're going through what and also learning about yourself what exactly are you uh, feeling in that moment who you are in that moment anyway I know I went on a tangent but maybe I should talk about this at a later episode so in the early stages what people were telling me were like oh my gosh Wendy I'm so sorry you know like but but it'll be okay you know it'll be okay um don't think about it, don't worry, especially because at the beginning, I never, and even up to this date, and knock on wood, I never had symptoms, and so, but then I was having panic panic attacks, I was having other quote-unquote type of symptoms, mystery symptoms, so especially with the panic attacks, people were saying, but don't think about it, and I'm like, but I'm not thinking about anything, you guys, you know, it's like, I, I was having those panic attacks even before the diagnosis. So it's not there's no way for me to have known what was going on in my body for having those panic attacks. But regardless, even if I knew the fact that people were saying, just don't think about it or you'll be okay, that is not true. Because again, your body has... I know people are talking about it from good, you know, goodwill, like they they really mean well to you and they're thinking from their experiences and they are really, and whether it's someone, your family or yourself, you're using a lot of your mental capacity of what you know about life, what you know about being well and what you know about Um, getting over you know a disease or whatever it might be but also your body has its own rhythm it has its own mechanism its own thinking process your cells I know it sounds crazy and believe it or not and or believe it from a scientist point of view which yes I am in science and a lot of this sounds kind of like wacky like to say oh your cells have memory which they do <clears throat> I can go into some detail about why I say this as well because we do see it in research but also in a global aspect and that's what I want to focus on without going into the detail but really reassure you that your body is always healing and doing its best and in that process of doing its best to keep you healthy, keep you well is because it has some memory it has a way of knowing what to do so you don't have to psychologically or mentally you don't have to worry about it you don't have to think about breathing you don't have to think about telling your organs to work in a certain way you don't have to think about telling your heart to pump more blood through your body so you don't worry about any of that that already happens on its own so so in a sense let me get back to what I was saying from the beginning so in a sense my my body you know it's doing its thing right? And I'm blessed. Oh yeah, I think that's what I was saying. I am blessed that I wasn't having, I was in that moment, what was happening is a diagnosis of something that was a very slow growing lymphoma. So that's why I can tell you all these things, how I've um, adjusted my life around it. But people kept saying, don't think about it, and, and, and then it won't come up. It won't, you know, like, even even the spiritual people, the people that are into healing, healing the body, healing the mind, they were saying, um, just think positive thoughts. Just think positive thoughts, which is true, and this is something that I also teach you guys, if you really think about it. Like I tell you, talk to your body in a positive way. Tell your body that you're healing, But the way I do it for myself and that I teach people in a more private way is, it's not really minimizing, but it's really reinforcing what you already, your body, your mind already knows what is innate in you. It's just that we have forgotten with the busyness of life. And so we want to get reminded. So it's just like, if you follow me on Instagram, so if you don't, please do at Wendy for Wellness on Instagram I share a lot about this and one of the things I always say is that I know I know I know it sounds like a broken record that I keep repeating over and over but you guys you need this reminder you need this kind of even as simple as it could be like yes you are resilient you know I know we heard that many times before but you need to hear it one more time you know what I mean or, you know, your powerful, empowering thoughts and quotes and all that kind of stuff. Because you need to hear this again and again so that you don't forget. Okay? And and so that your body remembers once again. Because we, all of this has been known since the time we were born. But then as we got older, other things, other thoughts, other beliefs were added all to your, to your memory bank. And then your mind got busy, your body got busy with dealing with what was happening in the moment, so we just forget so that's why I keep repeating it, so if this sounds like a preparative thing, well you're welcome, (laughs) because you need it okay, and so people saying it will be okay, you'll get over this disease you'll get over cancer yeah, I know that, like I'm telling my body that, but then at the same time if you do if you're in a situation that you know somebody who's going through that and you want to tell them all the good things positive things also be mindful of their, of their feeling don't don't interrupt their process so here are some tips that you can have um, in your toolbox if that ever happens that you are in the situation when you're witnessing somebody going through something and you don't know what to do what to say so instead of saying um or agreeing with them which I know it sounds kinda 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 react what is it counter counteractive you know what I mean right <laughs> um oh my gosh there is there are two rainbows so beautiful um and so okay so instead of just saying uh, just don't think about it move on don't cry it's okay life sucks or I know what you mean but you know instead of when when you keep adding more to the to the soup kind of thing you know when you keep adding more to the pain like I know how that feels I went through that too you know even though it sounds like like um relativeness like oh we can relate to each other I'm with you here sister I know, it sounds like it's a supportive thing, but it's not so much because, again, you're not just training yourself that that is true, that, that people get cheated on, that bad that, that things happen to you, but you're also reinforcing that in her, in your friend's uh, mental system. And we don't want to do that. So number one thing, the very first thing to remember and what to do in this case is really allow them to go through their process. Don't think that you have to fix it. Don't think that you have the answers. Don't think that because you're there, it's your job to to make it feel better. It is not. It is not your job. Okay? So that already releases some tension from you because you don't need that. You you also don't need to put on that energy onto you. So it's also um, for you. But... Allowing her to go through the process really lets her deal with it on her own, but in a way that as she is feeling, or even you, again, this can be also for you if you are going through something. It allows a person to feel what is going on in that moment, to release emotions. And again, if you've been following me for a while, probably you know that I talk a lot about this. I talk a lot about emotions, feelings, and repressed emotions, what happens when we don't let it go, we're holding on to them forever, um, what happens to the body, right, like it, it does create some sort of imbalance that can create or cause diseases, it is not 100% scientifically proven, but the more and more people do some sort of research around it, yeah, yeah in the body because think about it we are energy and as energy is it needs to be moved it needs to transform it needs to change it doesn't get just created out of nothing and it doesn't disappear into nothing so it needs to be moved and transformed so emotions are energy as well so energy just has to go through you it really has to go through you yes, cry about it if you want or if you, if that's what it feels like get angry, throw things around, hit a pillow, whatever it is, whatever feels good to you. I can't tell you all, like all the things that you can do. But now if you and I work together one-on-one, I have a better idea of what what it is that you have under your toolbox, your belt, and I can guide you more about what to do in those moments. But just as, as a listener, I don't know what you're going through. You might not know what that friend is going through either. But again, let her go through the process. So I know it feels kind of awkward sometimes just to be there and do nothing, right? It's just like, oh, what do I do? She's crying. She's just upset. She's yelling. Um, I just, I I want her to stop because it's uncomfortable. Look, if it is uncomfortable to you, walk away. Say, you know, I'm going to be excused. I need to go somewhere you know why I tell you that too also to be really honest with her and with yourself because at some point in your lives both of you when you two have passed this episode this moment and then I don't know a month a year whatever I bet you you guys can talk about this in a past tense as what already what happened you know before and and be okay with it be okay with what happened it has happened to me in which now I can tell someone, oh, yeah, remember that one time when I had to walk away or I had to say this or whatever? Yeah, I said it or I did this because this is how it felt for me. Not, it's not so much like, oh, you have to explain yourself in a, in the future, but if it happens you can just really talk about it and it will be okay and you realize that it was okay that she didn't really probably she wasn't even aware of of your presence because that's what happens sometimes as we're going through the process we are in our own bubble because we are in our own victim bubble and so we are not aware of what's happening around us or we don't want to actually that's another thing that happens so let her go through the process don't say anything actually don't say anything that is going to change the course which is don't interrupt don't add more don't don't interpret it as in oh like i knew it like all men are are cheaters or all, all people are you know, uh, bad people, you can't trust anybody. Don't, don't add more, whether that was your experience, which I know a lot of us do, like from experience, that's how we talk, right? Oh, I have gone through this before. Yes, I know the science. That's exactly what happened to me. So this is gonna, this is gonna happen to you if you don't do this, or if you do that. So let's just refrain from that. Don't add more to the, to the trouble. And and let her go through the process let her grieve don't interpret don't change anything don't interrupt but this is what you can do if you feel like you got to say something because you just feel so much pain in your friend or again in yourself you can say a few things you can say I see you I see you I feel you I witness you because what you're saying and that actually is also as powerful because you're also being relatable But, again, most likely in that process, what's happening in her or what's going through her mind, through your friend's mind, or even through your mind, you're not picking up everything that is around you. So having this long, you know, monologue about your experience, what you think about hers, what you think is going to happen, what she should do, most likely she's not going to pick up a lot of that, a lot of the message. But saying something as short as, like, I feel you. It's gonna be powerful because she's not. She's gonna know she's not alone. You can say, and also here's the other thing that you can say that therapists do, that I do, or at least that's how I've been trained, and that is, what else? What else? Like she's, she's. Let's say she's venting and crying and upset and angry, and she's just like, oh my god, like I can't believe this happened to me. Blah 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 blah. And then you calmly say what else? Like tell me more. Oh my gosh, no, I was raining more. <clears throat> tell me more. Say more. Because what you're doing is you're really actually opening up the channel for her to really release and and keep on growing with her own grieving process, her own healing process. When we say what else, automatically, subconsciously we're telling the mind to to trust in that moment to know that she can open up that she can speak about what's going on that she can um, be allowed to be witness and to be seen to be validated without judgment again here's another thing you shouldn't do judging people especially parents they do this right like but i told you i told you he wasn't a good guy i I already saw the signs but you didn't listen to me friends do that too girlfriends oh my gosh sandy i told you he wasn't a good person i saw it in his instagram he's posting selfies with other friends but you never listen (laughs) It happens, right? Like, we just, we don't know. We we are not doing this intentionally. But we are, in a sense, judging. And not helping, really. That's not helpful. You don't want them to feel bad or worse, right? So, again, what else? You're telling the mind that she can trust you. Or she can trust you speaking up. That she can speak up and not being judged. Feel safe by being there in that moment, safe to share. So, all right. So, that's what I wanted to share. Those are the main things actually that I wanted to share. Um, those two little tips about not interrupting the process and then also like just saying those few words. The less you speak about or you say in that moment, the better. I know it sounds kind of, kind of reactive. How do you say that? What is that word that means like, oh, I know that it like this is. It sounds like it's not helping, but it is. <laughs> counter reactive, counter interactive, counter, i don't know. And um, so yeah, so the less you speak, the better it is for you to support your friend or yourself the more you speak about something trying to fix something like really have you have you noticed this okay have you noticed this that sometimes you're trying to say something and in your mind you in your mind you think oh if I keep talking about it it will sound legit I'm like "Uh uh-uh no it doesn't I've done it I've done it at work (laughs) especially something that I didn't know like oh yeah let me sound smart by speaking more about it I'm like uh Anyway, so again the more you speak about it uh-uh, it's not gonna be helpful. It's gonna get lost that message, whatever that is it's gonna get lost. It's not gonna be helpful. If anything it might not it might be actually um, uh, adding more to the pain. All right so let me know if this was uh, helpful if this is something that relates to you, you've seen it been there, you're witnessing. You are witnessing this in the moment, and uh, let me know. And also, let me know if you have any more questions. Anything in particular you want to hear in the podcast? At, send me a DM at Wendy for Wellness on Instagram. That's the easiest and best thing to do. Um, and I'll get back to you. And also, let's follow each other, and uh, and we can we can you know jam. Um, also I had a few people asking me about my packages or my services at the moment I'm opening up just like small slots in my calendar because I got a lot of things going on but I have a few spots for one-on-one coaching but again we can do a complimentary um call um oh my gosh I'm gonna go into a tunnel so I don't know how that's gonna sound but um so yeah, so we can go into a call. What actually the main thing that I'm doing now in the one-on-ones are those hypnotic hypnosis sessions to work about one problem. So it will be just like one session, depending on what the quote-unquote issue is. But we'll talk about it in a phone call. I can tell you how I can help you with it in in pretty much reprogramming the mind your mind or your thinking process that has not been helpful for a long time because look if something hasn't hasn't been helpful for a while you've been repeating the same issues you've been in that stuck in that problem for a while it's because something has to change whatever you've been trying so far in the last 30 40 50 years is not working so let's do that let's do that by really working with the subconscious mind and that's what what I do and I can tell you more about it in a phone call Whatever it might be. It could be something emotional, psychological, or even physical, all right? So send me a DM at Wendy for Wellness. And, uh, and I don't know if I'm going to put up a link at the end in the show notes because when I record the episode from through my phone, it's a little different. But, um, but yeah, so love you all. Have a wonderful weekend. This is the weekend that is coming up. And the weather is looking better even though there's some rain today. I don't know where you are, but whatever you are, I hope you're having you're having a fantastic day and amazing amazing week. Alright? So I'll see you guys on the other side.